Welcome to the Manchild Chronicles podcast, Sports Edition. Come join our team of armchair quarterbacks as we discuss, dissect, and debate all that sports had to offer this week. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Welcome in, cronies, to the week three NFL matchup review. I'm your host, Ryan, with my best friends here today, all of them, Mike, John, and Jay. We're going to talk a little week three fantasy and NFL recap. Uh, Not as exciting this weekend as last weekend, boys. Mm, Yeah, yeah. But I don't know what you mean. We have the most exciting punt I have ever seen in the history of the NFL. And some player has to go get his colon checked out because he got destroyed (laughs) by his own punter. Are you talking about the, uh, the, uh, oh, who was that? Bill's Dolphins? Bill's Dolphins game? You're darn right I am. Uh, we got the butt punt this weekend, and the butt punt is now infamous. Um, I don't know how the Dolphins still won that game, but holy smokes, when he kicked that ball, I had to watch that replay like three times to realize what had happened. But everyone, like I was with Kirk, we had the NFL red zone on, and we're all like, he just kicked it backwards. Like the guy just literally kicked the ball backwards. I've never seen a punt like that before. And then when it showed the side angle and he just explodes that ball into that dude's butt. And like, you see the ripples shooting down his, uh, shooting down his legs. And I'm just like, Oh my goodness, that dude, he, he has a broken bone now. Like it was kicked so hard. You know, when you get, when you get hit in the butt or like a BB gun hits you in the butt or something like that, your automatic reaction is both your hands to go behind your butt and grab it. (laughs) That guy didn't flinch, yeah, man. Didn't even flinch. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was a just thing how, day in the office. Yeah. I was like, how are you that prepared? Like, he's like, well, two is on my team. He gives pretty hard butt slaps. You know, good game. Wow. It's like when the, no, it's like in a boxing, you know, when you're preparing for boxing, you just let the other guy slug it out on you. That's what they do in that position when they're on the punt team. You I just get prepared for it, just over and over again, kick Goodness. the ball into the butt, just in case. I've happens never again. seen anything like that. That was insanity. In to, uh, tonight's uh, Monday Night Football game, I was watching the Manning cast, and they had Pat McAfee on there, mm-hmm. who you all know is a punter, and he they were reviewing that butt punt. And he said it was the the guy that he punted is called the protector. He's supposed to protect the kicker. Mm. And you are never supposed to back up as a protector. You always move forward. And right when they snapped it, he immediately backed up. And that's why he got kicked in the rear end. Mm. So, mm. so the punter did it on purpose. He was like, oh, nope. Sloppy. Nope. <laughs> never going to do this again. <laughs> I mean, what a game that was. They're going back to the Dolphins 21, Bills 19. I mean... They were talking about the way that stadium's laid out at Hard Rock Stadium, I believe is what it's called. And the way they designed the stadium is that the sun at the one o'clock games stays on the away team the whole game. And then the home <laughs> wow. team is in the shade the whole game. So that heat and the humidity that the Bills were facing, it was on them the entire game. 
while they are yeah. on the bench and everything. I seen that on Twitter. That's that is awesome that they did that on that stadium. What an advantage! Like so, we're in Miami. Everybody wants to play here because it's supposed to be an advantage. How can we make this an advantage just for us? And they yep. figured it out. I, I wonder what they're gonna do when it's a Super Bowl there. How they're gonna? Well, by then it'll be far more worried and probably yeah. won't be as human inside. You're but right. yeah, Josh Allen, I think, had, what did he have? 42 completions, 63 attempts, 400 yards, and two touchdowns. Threw the ball 63 times. I mean, holy cow. Yep. Yeah, they he can never get that running. Still couldn't get the yards. win. You know, you guys know he got hurt right before that last drive. And that's everybody, you know, that's probably why they didn't, you know, he couldn't, that, those last few passes he had looked really bad, especially that last yeah. one. I don't think he had, mm-hmm. he had it in him to make those throws at the end. Yeah, everybody. On I'll tell you, got hurt during that awesome. game. Did you guys see Tua get hurt? Oh yeah, that back back injury he got. Yeah, yeah, really Oh, back injury. Yeah. The dude got up and is hot. He doesn't know where he's at. He's like, mom, <laughs> mom, did head. I miss my bus? Where's my uh, Where's my lunch for school? He has no clue what's going on. They rush him back to the locker room. I don't know what they gave him. I'm pretty sure it's a combination between uh, cocaine and. Uh, and some sort of steroid, and they said, "Get back out there, win this game for us, Tua." There, there was a locker room. They're like, "Like, oh, this is a clear head head injury. What do we do?" I'm like, well, let's just say it's a back injury. Then you can go back out and play. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Let's do that. There was somebody that got hurt even worse than Tua and Josh Allen that game, and it was Ken Dorsey's playbook up in the booth. Because <laughs> boy, did he lose his mind. He was mad. <laughs> So I was realizing it wasn't just a single throw, like he took time to rip Uh every single piece of paper. (laughs) I I think the phone cords got ripped out, the playbook got destroyed. Oh, I think that was his his tablet that he just went to town on. And they they, they talked about, I was reading an article before this week, was the NFL was upset by how many Surface tablets were getting damaged on live TV. And by one person, his start, name's Tom Brady, and they were going to start issuing big fines to people who are doing it. And then all of a sudden, it cuts to that guy, and he's just like, boom, bam, boom, bam. <laughs> I was waiting to see one of the other guys get thrown out the window or something. It's like <laughs> the climax of the temper tantrum. Just starts throwing chairs out the window. <laughs> but I like how everybody else just remained calm, like they were just used to it. You know, like that's what he does after they win. That's what he does. <laughs> they I was like, surprised that. Somebody, I was surprised somebody in that booth had the heads up enough to put their hand over that camera after a minute. Like, we'll get covered this up. Yep. So, I guess the question comes to you, Ryan butt punt or butt fumble? Which one is more infamous? Well, I think the the butt fumble is always going to be the more infamous. His whole head went in the guy's rear end, (laughs) the ball. And it, you know, the what was even more makes that even more infamous is that was the end of the Mark Sanchez era in the Jets run yes, it was, was. That butt fumble. It was like a few games into that year after they won the AFC championship and their team just imploded after that. It was unreal. I think if the Dolphins would have got a, if the Bills would have got a touchdown off of that and the Dolphins would have lost, then the butt punt would probably be more infamous than what it is. Since it was just a safety and they still won, it's not as bad. But Mark Sanchez did send out a tweet that I read after that happened. And he was like, finally, some relief yeah. off of me. <laughs> for, at least for a few weeks, yeah. 
It's like finally oh, best that's thing ever. <laughs> Something like best that. Best thing ever. Okay, that's yeah, oh, that's yeah. Good. Poor guy so, leads the team to two AFC championships in a row, and nobody remembers him for that. But fumble. But since we're on uh, the Jets, how do they do this week, Ryan? They did not do so hot. Uh, I got I missed last week's episode. Um, we're on that, the week three. Know, as Bill Bella checks us, we're on the week three. We're on the week. We're on the week three. <laughs> uh, we're just preparing for week four now. Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a bad game all across the board. I'm very happy for this week. We're gonna have Zach Wilson back, but uh, Cincinnati came out and Joe Burrow decided I, this will be the week I decide to start throwing really good, and he did. Except he I couldn't think, really uh, throw to Jamar Chase because Sauce Gardner was all over him. I think but, Joe Burrow heard me give. Joe Flacco, the Dirty Joe title. And yeah. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> No, uh-uh. I'm taking that I'm back. I'm Dirty Joe and the boys. Yep. I'm taking it back. And now Joe Flacco is now average Joe right now, everyone. He's, He's average Joe average on the Joe bench now. Yep. On the bench. Yeah, but, but Cincinnati uh, defending AFC champs come out and win that game. Looked pretty good. Joe Mixon got banged up at the end. He's on a bunch of my fantasy teams, so hopefully he comes back uh, next week. Could use yeah, I think the Bengals was 27. The Jets only had 12. Yep. Flacco had 52 passing attempts in that game. Only 28 completions, no touchdowns, two picks. Filthy. And he looked terrible the whole time, too. He was like a statue back there. That It was like a statue that someone built with its legs. And then what they did was they chiseled out as much of the knee as they could to like a toothpick on there. So it'd be very easy to tip over. And it, it, it was just terrible. That game. I'm so happy that Zach Wilson's back. So Flacco had 52 attempts. Uh, Allen was about 62. I think that's just in one game. Which quarterback in the NFL has least passing attempts over three games. It's gotta be Justin Fields. The Justin guy's barely Fields. throwing the ball. It's got to be He's Justin Fields. Justin Fields it. has 45 attempts through three games passing. Oh, that's <laughs> 45. And those other guys have more, 10 plus. In one game. Has in one game, just throwing the ball. But just, the Bears hmm. somehow are two and freaking They're two and one. Like, what? Bears one, can't one last. three. Texans it can't 20. Last. It, it no. better not last. It's horrendous. <laughs> no, it's but horrendous. Uh, you know, in that in that game against the Texans, who aren't really that good either, in that game, uh David Montgomery, their star running back, got hurt, and their backup Khalil Herbert came in and he, he dominated. dominated. Man, oh, he man. ran all over that field. That running game. Whew. If if you're in fantasy football and Khalil Herbert is out there on waivers. Go get him because uh-huh. he's going to be the starter for the next. They say his Montgomery's going to be out at least a couple of weeks, probably. So you need to go get Khalil Herbert if he's out there. And if you have Justin Fields, drop him right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he does. He runs the ball. He gets okay points, not a lot. Yeah, but. 106 yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns. 47 rushing yards, no touchdowns. It was that offense for the Bears and the passing side of it looks so bad, but they're two and one. They are two and one. All about getting that W. And the Texans, they didn't look too bad, except they just had Texans are playing tough. Like they had a bad turnover. They had a bad turnover and it cost them the game. And he, that was it. Here's the thing, and I, I was just arguing with one of my other brothers about this. My only other brother about this. 
Look, the Texans, they play tough. They want to be tough. They don't want to win games. They want to have the worst record. They want to have the best overall pick. So it's like, it's like, it's like two games in a row where they should have won the game. And they're like, now do something bad here at the very end. Like (laughs) do not win this game, no matter what you do. They tie it with the Colts. So they're playing every game they've played so far this season is super tight. And then they don't win in the end. And that is by design. That's just, I, well, I, I disagree with you because that means Davis Mills, who's a starting quarterback, is intentionally trying to lose his starting quarterback job. And Lovey Smith, who finally gets to who? as a head coach, who's going to try to lose it. The thing the first pick, who's going to take over for Davis Mills right now? Nobody. Exactly, and that's what they want to do. Oh yeah, that's what he wants to do: lose his job next year, and never be a starting quarterback in the NFL again. I don't believe that. If it was a different head coach than Lovey Smith, maybe, but. That dude has waited too long to get another shot, even if this is just a chump shot where they're just trying to put in that bridge head coach to get whatever head coach they actually do want. I don't think Lovey Smith's the type of guy hey, who's just going to. I love over. seeing Lovey Smith back on the sidelines, but the, the Texans should have now won three Especially games in a Bears. row. They have should have won so three games Jets. in a row, the and they have dropped. They have dropped all three games. They are zero and three. They well, do not want to win, and you can't convince me otherwise. Well, if, they we're don't have a about, if we're talking about teams who dropped a game, what about them Chiefs? <laughs> oh, uh, ooh, man, they look thank bad. You, Matt Amendola. Bad. They look thank you, bad. Matt Amendola. We yep. can say they look bad, but there's ten points right there. If they have Butker, that we score the points and win. Doesn't I like Matt Amendola was so bad. So I can get mad all day, but we got to the we got to the field goal distance. We should have had points on the board. That's an easy win if we're healthy. We're not healthy. We lose. It's fine. It's one game. Let's move on. They played a Colts team that was reeling, not doing good, key people hurt, their best defensive player hurt, and they came out flat, a bad game plan. They couldn't run the ball. They just they didn't embarrass it. They look so good. The first two, they look so good the first two weeks, and they just their whole team just did not look good. Yesterday. So whenever it was, you know, me and my wife were talking about games and matchups before the week started, and we get to Chiefs Colts, and you know, everybody probably in their heads like automatic win, and I go, no, Chiefs are no. Historically I said the same thing against the Colts. They are That's exactly what I. Horrendous against the Colts and Andy Reid, even in his Philadelphia years, he is historically horrendous against the Colts. If you look up his head coaching right record against the Colts, he does not get very many wins against them for whatever reason. He's like so, he's like that coach on the water boy when he yeah, <laughs> that's he, what it is. <laughs> he sees the blue jerseys, he's just like <laughs> yeah. Hugs his playbook. <laughs> Grab his cheeseburger. But yeah, it is with Colts won 20, uh, Chiefs won uh, 20 to 17. Colts won, and it wasn't the Chiefs weren't all there, even the Colts weren't all there, but they still squeaked by. I got that win. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan finally looked Matt better. Ryan I'll finally tell you that. He was going. swinging the ball, finally had some rhythm going. They need that win so bad in Indianapolis because oh, yeah. they, they have so much invest in that team to start. Oh, and Oh, two and one would have been really bad. Oh, two and one. Now they're one, one, one. Yeah. One, 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 one. Speaking of uh, keeping the ball rolling on the AFC West, Jacksonville Jaguars, 38 to the mm-hmm. Los Angeles chargers, 10. Tell that you what, one I was surprised by 
Them Jacksonville Jaguars, they are impressing me. They look good. Both sides of the ball. I don't know Trevor, what. Trevor Lawrence, 262 mm-hmm. yards, three touchdowns, no interception. Uh, James Robinson, 100 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Travis Eatning, I believe, 45 yards, 13 carries. I mean, running, passing, and then, like you said, defensively, man, they've just been, they've been, they've been looking good. And then the Chargers, you know, they did not look so hot. And I know Herbert's you know, been battling some injuries, but sticking on the, the Jaguars for a minute there, the, getting rid of that coach was probably the biggest thing because Trevor Lawrence could be great, oh. but. Their running back, James Robinson, he had an Achilles tear last year, and no player in ever in the NFL has ever come back and looked as good as he did from or been the same or better from when he got hurt. He's and he looks phenomenal, maybe even better. And uh I don't know who his doctor was, but he's gonna be rich because wow, he looks great. And their defense looks good, and the Chargers, I mean. Herbert gave it a go, but you could tell he just didn't have the zip on the ball. He usually does. Yeah. He in a lot of yep. his throws were late because of that. And and they lost their left tackle for the year. He tore his bicep. He's out. Uh, Bosa hurt his groin. He's going to be out oh, multiple wow. weeks. And they just lost uh, Jalen Guyton, who's probably their third or fourth wideout. Uh, their deep threat guy. He uh, tore his ACL, so he's out for the year. And they yep. looked real promising for the Chargers. Not is promising anymore. Yeah, that's not good at all. I didn't know about all those injuries, but Jaguars showed up and they played tough, man. Doug 3-0, Peterson. man. Doug Peterson. I think they're 2-1, actually. They're 2-1. and one. They lost oh, their 2-1. Okay. Yeah. Doug Peterson good. showing up and showing really good results with uh, Trevor Lawrence here. Uh, another game in the AFC West, Tennessee Titans 24, Las Vegas Raiders 22. Raiders fall to 0-3 now for the season. And AFC South spanked the AFC West this weekend. Every All three games there, that's the South versus the West and the AFC South one. Yeah, the Raiders kind of gave that. Uh, <clears throat> they've just been giving games away, really. Yeah. They've been in the games, but they're just turning the ball over, stupid turnovers, stupid drops. Uh, Car, I just watched a highlight reel tonight. Um on Twitter of David Carr in that game against the Titans. And he had some money, money throws mm-hmm. and his guys just dropped him. Yeah. It was, uh, and I think the Raiders they're Owen three, but I think they're going to come around and be a lot better team here. Uh, when, when you get a new coach and a new, new players and a new system, it mm-hmm. takes, it takes a few weeks, sometimes about five weeks to, you know, really get in a rhythm. So teams like them and the Broncos. They better uh, start, man, because no, yeah. last year any team that won 0-2 didn't make the playoffs. So. Usually 0-4 is the killer. I yeah. think only like one or two teams ever starting 0-4 ever made the playoffs. It's yeah, very, really very low percentage. Really got to start Derrick Henry, man. He was starting to look like King Henry again, though. He had a couple good well, beast, as the beast type runs as the weather changes that guy gets better and better and better i would hate to tackle that guy i mean oh man oh man jay you coach bowman if you had to wear that that shield they use with the bowman would how would you like derrick henry getting 15 yards build up speed coming at you oh my goodness that's 
I wouldn't even try to block him. I'd just get out of his way. You would have to pay me millions of dollars, which is what they pay those <laughs> defensive players. You have to pay me millions if you want me to tackle that guy. Yeah. No way. If I had to do that, I just I just tell my wife to go get me a coffin because I'll be going in there. <laughs> Man, that guy would just tear, just run right through you. I think be there's like the, a, on the boys, just run right through you. There's an NFL an analysis on a ESPN uh, Ryan Clark, and he was talking about why he retired, and he said he he retired because Cam Newton started playing, and he was like Cam Newton like runs past him or through him, and he was like. They're building quarterbacks like that now. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah, he was huge, man. They're like, why did you decide to retire, Ryan? He's like, they're building quarterbacks like that. I'm out. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, if they're building running backs like that now, I'm out. I'm out. Speaking of uh, Ryan Clark, his former team, the Steelers, played the Browns on Thursday night, and. Uh, the Browns beat them 29-17, and I, I don't – the Browns, they look good with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. Do, he has commanded that offense. Mm-hmm. He, He's just – they're Jacoby. I feel like they're going to be like 500 when Deshaun Watson comes back, and yeah. they're going to put Watson in there and just tank for the year. I mean, they should keep Jacoby Brissett in there the rest of the year, in my opinion. He looks good. I don't know, man. You pay a guy. 300 million guarantee or whatever it is. Probably gonna let him play. I know why you want it in there. (laughs) I need him for my fantasy team. It's not about fantasy, Ryan. It's not about fantasy. It's about about the contract, okay? I know it is. The problem is, is I haven't, I mean, when's the last time Watson stepped on a field? It's gonna be so long. Like, you know, he's gonna have. A crazy <laughs> amount of rust. No, just a preseason doesn't count for a real NFL game, and that's yeah, the point. Like he's gonna have, he's gonna have so much rust. It's gonna take him a while to get that shaken off. You guys aren't paying attention to what he's doing. He's playing in like some underground Mexican league right now, Mexico. You know, getting prepared for the season out there. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be ready. That's, so he's doing. the same. That's probably the same level. I'm sure. <laughs> now the the Steelers in that game. uh Everybody, the crowd has been chanting they want Kenny in the game for like two weeks now. Two and weeks in a row now. Mike Tomlin came out and said, my plan for the whole year is to sit Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking this guy went to management and the owner and said, listen, we're going to draft Kenny Pickett. He's going to be our future, but I need more draft picks. Give me Mitch. Yep. Just let me use him all year. We're not going to be good. I'm going to have my first losing season, but it's going to be worth it. Because we're going to be a lot better next year. Man, he, I mean, he had to have said that, right? If he's if he's going to sit Kenny Pickett all year, I just don't. I just have, think I think he's just too stubborn. Sixteen year head coach. If he's stuck in this way that he does not want to put a rookie out there, he's just not going to do it. Like it's Mike Tomlin's team. It's his Steelers. You know, he knows yeah. he's going to be able to play who he wants when he wants. Well, they're they're not going to fire him anyway. If he but. doesn't want to put a rookie out there, then even if he if that might let him win a game. He's that stubborn that he's just going to stick to what he wants to do. You know, sitting a sitting a rookie player for a year, especially at the quarterback position, it seems like it pays off. So I'm not going to tell you that Mike Tomlin's wrong. There's a reason Patrick Mahomes sat his rookie year. 
Like, I'm not saying Kenny Pickett's the next Patrick Mahomes, but yeah, you, but Aaron Rodgers, he sat his rookie season, John. Four years. I mean, you're not. Yeah, but those two people you're comparing to, Brett Favre was a quarterback and Alex Smith was a quarterback, and they were taking them to winning seasons. It's not, it's completely different here. You're talking about a team that's struggling offensively and at the quarterback position. Mahomes had Alex Smith. He had a Pro Bowl year. He had a Pro Bowl year. They didn't need to start Mahomes. It doesn't do any good to put Trevor Lawrence out to the Wolves for a year and let him struggle. Uh, I, it's not right now. It not for the first year. That's the point. It doesn't do the guys any good. Yeah, but if you can put them out now, if your goal, like Ryan's saying, is to lose games and you can put a rookie quarterback out Get there right experience. now, he's eaten alive, so gets he used to the speed of the game. ready to go. Yep. If that's your goal to lose games, and that's not Mike Tomlin's goal, that's the reason why he's yeah. had a winning record every year. He does not want to lose games. I, I, I honestly, as much as I wish they would put Kenny Pickett in, I agree with the decision not to. Uh, let let the kids sit there. And his hands he, are too tiny. You can't hold the football properly yet. They gotta let him grow a little bit. He's like a carny with small hands. Ooh. What is it? It's huge. <laughs> they've got, they've got a, a bowl of fertilizer. Hand. Just keep your hands in the bowl, Kenny. Just keep your hands in the bowl. You will play. Um, I'm glad they're keeping Mitch in there because that's who Zach Wilson gets to play against next week is the Steelers. So I'm looking forward to that W. Talking about that next um, week. Speaking of former Browns quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield got his first W this week. Panthers 22, Saints oh, 14. And he looks terrible. It was a battle of number one overall oh. picks this weekend with uh, Jameis Winston <laughs> versus Baker Mayfield here. They both look and terrible. They both look like former number one picks who have been traded to multiple different teams or maybe only one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was actually sticking up for Baker in the offseason saying, I'm glad he's going there. Because they have weapons. I'm like, he's just going to light up. He's terrible. He's terrible. He uh, he th- he never throws it to the good people either. He always throws it to like the fourth or fifth receiver that's yep. on the bench that comes in. That's who he targets all the time. Or like the third tight end. He's yep. only thrown to McCaffrey like three times all year. It's unreal. Like you could literally throw to Christian McCaffrey every play and you're probably going to win the game. This guy doesn't throw to anybody. I just, McCaffrey just had, I think, 25 carries and 108 yards. It's a lot of carries for McCaffrey, to be honest with you. And he only had two catches, I think. So, Yeah, because the coach is like, we got to keep it out of Baker's hands so we can win. <laughs> he had one good pa- He had one pass that the guy took it to the house. It was like an eight-yard out, and the guy yep. took it to the house. That was like the only thing that went good for him. Ah, he's, just, he, he's got his great receiver, DJ Moore, there. He doesn't throw in the ball. I like Baker's commercials, but I'm done with him as a quarterback. Yeah, and Jameis Winston, man, he's just a lot of yards again, but yeah. he's starting to get a lot of picks again. It's like he's on like pace he for he's on pace for forty. Ago. He's on pace for forty two interceptions this year. He's on pace for uh, forty touchdowns, forty picks, and five thousand yards passing. It's like he's back with the Bucks again. <laughs> yep, uh, he just, just chucks it, it man. They don't have Sean Payton there to hold the reins in. So he just chucks it downfield all the time, which if you have the receivers for the Saints in fantasy, good for you. You're, they're yeah. going to do good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of people who do great on fantasy, Lamar Jackson this week, uh, Ravens 37, Patriots 26, Ravens pull out the W. Lamar had 218 yards passing, four touchdowns, one pick. He also ran for 107 yards and one touchdown, though. So if you have that guy on fantasy, you are loving this year so far. Still lost. 
You know, it would have been really nice to have not only Lamar Jackson, but Mark Andrews as well, oh, because yes. that guy is yep. the target hog. Let me tell you, Evan, if you have Mark Andrews in fantasy, don't trade him. He is gold. You got to keep him. Um, I just acquired him in a league this this week, and I'm very happy to have him on my team. He did very yep. well for me. Yeah, somebody uh, just traded Mark Andrews, and when I saw that trade go I through, I went, "That's the dumbest trade I've ever seen." Yeah, well, hey. you know, whatever works. <clears throat> it uh, actually came out more in the favor of the other of the uh, Mark Andrews former owner, but uh, worked out well for me. I don't know, we'll head. just call it a rebuilding year. Mark Andrews is a beast. Uh, anyway, though, on the other side of the field, uh, Mac Jones, 321 yards, three picks, no touchdowns, uh, in a severe high ankle sprain. Patriots running game looked pretty good. They have over 100 yards running and three touchdowns on the ground. But man, Mac there, Mac there had like had the game in some moments and just threw it right away. A couple, yep. couple passes. That's all it took. The old uh, Patriots are going to be in trouble with Mac Jones. He's going to be out mm-hmm. in probably three to five weeks. I don't see them winning any of those weeks. Who is even the backup quarterback to come in? They have Brian Ho- Brian Hoyer, but they just signed him though, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, if you if you like 120 yards and one touchdown, one interception a game, that's your guy. One's a win. How long has Brian Hoyer been around now? I don't know, like 74 years, something like that. <laughs> I can't even believe I'm still hearing that name. He's okay. been around less than uh, probably the most disappointing game again for me this week, every week. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Uh, Green Bay oh. Packers, 14. Buccaneers, 12. Lost. Man, that was ugly. Lost. What is up with the play ugly call, John? Game. What is up with the uh, – you can't get the uh, timing right. Like too, They too shouldn't many. have even – they shouldn't have even guys. scored the touchdown. It was a delay of game. Yeah. Like well, Tom Brady, what does well, he do? I like how they, they like Mike Pereira, whoever it is, and they explain it. It's when the ref sees zero, they look to see if the ball snapped. And if the ball snapped, then they don't call it. If yeah. it hits zero and they look and the ball's not snapped, that's when they call the delay of game. So they always pay attention to the clock and then the ball. So technically, yep. quarterbacks have maybe a half a second to a second of play there to get a playoff. And Aaron Rodgers has taken advantage of that too many of times. But to do it two times in a row, that's just terrible, man. That's just a – it's a lack of all these new players not knowing where to line up and Brady wanting that formation to be too perfect and not just getting the well, ball He, he wants it to be too perfect. Yeah. Snap the ball, and he easily walks in. For that, for the two points. It goes back to that Bill Belichick type of coaching mentality. Do your job. Do your job. Know your role. Execute the play. He's just that. That Bucks team is just losing too too many players down. They don't know how to do their job. They don't know how to execute. Mike Evans was out, so that hurt. But, you know, Brady's just, Brady's kryptonite this season is the freaking end zone. He cannot find it for whatever reason. He cannot find you it. You said Mike Evans is out. John, did you forget about Chris Godwin? John, Julio, did you forget Julio, about Julio Jones, yeah. who looked like he was going to be back after week one? I mean, he Brady, they brought Cole Beasley in, and automatically, like his first seven minutes in the game, he's Cole Beasley for the first down, Cole Beasley for the first down. I was like, oh, my goodness, welcome to the NFL. Man, it's just, I don't know, man. Brady's just struggling. He's he's not all in it. It's like his last year with New England. You could just tell mm-hmm. he wasn't all in it. And I think I made this comment to you, Jay. It was like Tom Brady was at divorce court 
and they were trying to figure out settlement for his kids. He didn't want his kids, but he just wanted to be there. So his kids thinks he wants him. And that's exactly what this looks like again this season is Tom Brady doesn't want to be there, but he's just there. So his kids thinks he loves him. You know what I what I feel I feel like what I feel like happened is is he wanted to retire, but he didn't get to announce it or go on his own terms. It all came out in the media, right? Yep. You're exactly right. And he's sitting there and he's like, no. I said I want to play till 45. I want to go on my own terms. So he came back and he immediately regretted about two weeks in a training camp being mm-hmm. like, what did I do? But now he feels like an idiot yeah. to retire again. It does it does look like he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, it honestly it really looks does. like he doesn't want to be there. And he's very frustrated. He knows the team isn't as good as it was the past couple of years. He's he lost way too tablets many tablets left and right. Yep. He's burnt and, more tablets than he has thrown a touchdown this season. We'll put that stuff. And his wife probably said, if you go back to football, we're gone. And he probably thought she was bluffing and she wasn't. So far she's gone. She uh she was not at the game, but his kids were. So he got to you got to see that little moment where he went over and hugged the kids, but Giselle was absent from the game. So oh uh, yeah, that was an ugly game. Uh, Minnesota Vikings 28, Detroit Lions 24. Dan Campbell once again can't figure out how to win a game in the fourth quarter. I mean, come on. I don't know. The Vikings did not deserve to win that game. The Vikings did not deserve to win it. I was mad at Kirk Cousins Mm -hmm. the entire time. He still can't find Justin Jefferson out there, which is just mind blowing to me. And somehow, triple covering him. And somehow, don't start with me. They were. And somehow, Somehow Cousins won that game, and I was I was very happy to take the points. I absolutely needed them this week, but Cousins, the Vikings were not looking good. No, it was it all came down to that fourth quarter. I do not know how the Lions let them come back and win. Yeah, I was I thought the Lions had it, and all of a sudden, before you know it, Witching Hour hits, and the Vikings are right back in it. I'm just like, what in the world is going on here? And Those I think, poor uh, lines, man. They look so good too. I feel bad for them because they look like like they look like they're so close to being a great team. The they past really do. two seasons, they have been the best three quarter team in the NFL. But in that fourth quarter, they, they can look even better. The I mean, they can they can score almost at will now. Like it's yeah, I good. Think, like I think they said they have the. I think they probably lost it because of the fourth quarter this past week. They didn't get any points, but they were at 18 or 19 straight quarters with a touchdown, which was the highest that the NFLs had in a long time, that they were at 19 straight quarters with a touchdown. Yeah. It could be dangerous to finish the year if they keep playing like this. I mean, we're going to talk about some dangerous dangerous teams. How about the uh, Philadelphia Eagles 24, Washington Commanders 8, Jalen Hurts. 340 passing yards, three touchdowns, 20 yards on the ground. Is this guy just that good or I'm, what is going I'm on? Pretty sh- I'm pretty sure before the season started, Ryan Olsen said, Jalen Hurts for MVP, watch out. If he's available anywhere, get him. And man, that was some good advice, Ryan. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles scored 24 points in the second quarter, and that's all they needed. They didn't need any more points in the other quarters. 24 points, second quarter. Commanders could not do anything. Carson Wentz got sacked nine times, I think. Like, How much of a revenge game for him, was it? Welcome back. To, I think they played in Washington, but welcome back to playing your former team once. Way to prove them right. I'll tell you, that, that Philadelphia team, 
is hitting on all cylinders. Every every aspect of the between the offense, defensive line, their receivers, running game, quarterback, corners, special teams, everything is clicking. Uh, they get every game they've had, they've gone up by I I think like twenty four points almost every game, yeah. and they're just on coast mode for the second half. They're just uh-huh. they're just playing the second half not to lose the game, so they're not even playing aggressive. I couldn't even if they played aggressive. No, All four quarters, imagine. they'd be scoring 45, 50 points a game. I mean, Jalen Hurts, man, he he's just he is a monster and he's dominating. And every time he does something great or good, I always go, Hurts, donut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'd like you to be a sponsor for our sports edition podcast, Hurts Donut. Hurts Donuts or Jalen Hurts, whoever. We'll take either one of you both. Both yeah. maybe. <laughs> but uh, they look good. They they look very down and nobody in the East is going to compete with them. So they're going to walk away with that yeah. division and probably the number one seed in that conference. Another game that looked disappointing. I really didn't watch much, much of it, but the Rams 20 Cardinals 12. I mean, doesn't look like much was going on that game on either side of the ball. To be honest with you, Stafford didn't have a touchdown. Uh, Acres had a touchdown cup at Cooper cup at a rushing touchdown for 20 yards. It looks like, but Looks like both sides of, I mean, Kyla Murray didn't have a touchdown. Cooper Cup dropped a touchdown in that one, a rare drop for him. But uh, Kyla Murray, man, I got him on some fantasy teams, and he is so frustrating because that guy, he can be like Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts and run the ball. And he is not two carries for four yards yesterday. He's abysmal this year running the ball. He just won't do it. And, like, they don't have any receivers. They can't run the ball any other way. I don't, he just, he'll have an open field and he'll just sit back there and just keep looking and looking and looking. I mean, he had oh, 37 so completions, 37 completions out of 58 attempts for 314 yards, but no touchdowns. So you're just, what, you're winning the f- first half of the field, but when you get to closer to the end zone, you can't push it further, I'm guessing, is what was going on. Like, whatever his favorite video game is just got released last week. So everybody said, that's why he uh, <laughs> didn't read very good this week. Hollywood Brown, uh, Mark, 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 Brown or Hollywood Brown, 14 catches, 140 14 yards. catches. He's yes. the only guy, him and Dorch, great, great Dorch, nine catches, 80 yards. What a dumb Dorch that guy is. Yeah. It's a big what Dorch. A Dorch. <laughs> Uh, then we got the uh, Atlanta Falcons getting their first W, I believe, uh, twenty-seven Man, to twenty-three over the Seahawks. That is a guy I missed on. Is Cordell Patterson? Yeah, man. He, I thought I didn't, he was going to be. I, I think I said a week one. I thought he was going to be a one-hit wonder type of guy. And oh, for sure. Every every I was like, oh, this is going to be like Peyton Hillis. You know what I mean? Yeah, that yep. one great season, and then yep. the next year, it's not going to be that good. And nope. This dude knows how to play football, and we're, we were sleeping on him. That's what I thought, too. Like, there's no way Cordell Patterson is going to have two good years in a row, yep. and he's been great the first three weeks. Yep. And that that Atlanta team's not very good, but they're scrappy. They're scrappy. Marcus Mariota, I think he's doing good enough, and they're staying in staying in game. Same with Seattle. Yeah, They Seattle lost, but, man, they're, they're scrappy, man. And Geno yeah. Smith. He looks Gino, uh, very efficient. Twenty-five yards, only eight in, incompletions, forty-four attempts. Um, yep, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, Marcus Mariota had seven incompletions. He had t- thirteen completions, twenty attempts, two hundred twenty-nine yards, a touchdown, a pick. I mean, both of them look evenly matched on paper, and it kind of showed there in that game. They both played a really good game. Then we got, yep. then we got the game of the week. Um, 
if this game is hard to talk about. It's so freaking good. Denver Broncos 11, <laughs> 49ers 10. 11 to 10. One point, it was like 7 to 5. Yeah. It was 7 to 5. That's when I went to bed, to be honest with you. Like, imagine going to a f- football game and the score is 7 to 5. You'd be like, what the heck is going on here, man? Oh, but man. What the, is uh, going on? The talk, it was the ugly. talk of the game was uh, Jimmy Garoppolo doing the walk out of the end zone safety, which then gave the Broncos enough points to win the game. So he took a couple steps out of bounds, which was good for him because it would have been a pick six if he didn't do that. So, so Jimmy, also, G, pay attention him, to the end zone. Yeah, him doing that uh, also saved Dan Orvolsky, who's yes. the other person who ran the back of the end zone. He was very happy, just like Sanchez was, to yep. not be infamous for the one play. If anymore. you uh, if you watch Get Up or any of those ESPN shows, you got to watch Get Up this morning because Dan or- Orlovsky's on there, and he is on cloud nine. He was like, yes. that was the best <laughs> day of my life yesterday. <laughs> He was like number one trending on Twitter last night. Getting married, getting having kids. (laughs) That day yesterday triumphed it. (laughs) Because I am no longer the last guy who ran out of the end zone for a safety in the NFL. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. I did not realize that. That's funny. It was a good thing Jimmy Garoppolo did too, because it saved him four points because he threw a pick six. Yeah, it would have been a pick six and bad, but man... uh, I mean, 49ers, Jimmy G, 211 yards, a touchdown, a pick, rushing game. Uh, Wilson had pretty good average, six six yards of carry, yeah, 50 yard yards. Run. Yeah. Did he? And yeah. then, uh, no, that explains it. And then uh, Wilson, though, man, 20 uh, completions, 33 Garbage. attempts, 184 yards, no touchdowns, oh. no interceptions. And they're playing in the Mile High Stadium, right? That's the name of the Broncos Stadium, Mile High. Yep. And Oh, this looks rough. Yeah, Wilson Wilson looks bad. That whole team doesn't look good. They look so out of sync. I maybe they might come together with a new coach, but that new coach seems so lost still. Ever since that first game, he's just like he hired an assistant to help him with time management yeah. and making calls. Like he is so lost right now. And the the Niners had their first drive was phenomenal. And then yeah. the rest of the game, they look like dog doo-doo. That's like the Packers and Broncos, man. The Packers' first two drives, right, straight down the field, straight in the end zone. And then after that, they couldn't do anything. And, and yep. it's just terrible. And then yep. uh, Monday night here, uh, Cowboys just beat the New York Giants to get the Giants their first loss on the year. So the Cowboys are now 2-1 and one under the legendary coach, Mike McCarthy. Um, Cowboys 23, Giants 16. Um, Cowboys rush. defense, man. Cowboys defense oh, yeah. is legit, dude. They look great. Mm-hmm. Their defensive line looks so with Micah Parsons rushing, like everybody from that defensive line gets in there. They look so good. Yeah, the defense has been monsters, I guess we'll say. And um yeah, looks like stats wise, Cooper Rush, two hundred and fifteen yards and a touchdown. Elliott got his first rushing touchdown of the year, I believe. Tony Pollard broke a hundred yards rushing. So, All I care about is one. One man, and that's Saquon Barkley. And because of him, I won in my fantasy league. So thank you, Saquon. Thank you, Saquon. You had uh, 14 carries, 81 yards, and a touchdown. You gave JAW, even though you didn't get one. Way to sacrifice that. And then Danny Dimes, 196 yards, no touchdowns, and interception. So 
Danny Dimes figured out. I had a guy uh, in our league ask me last night, who should I start, Kittle or Pollard? And I'm like, well, you got to do, you got to start Kittle. How do you not yeah. start George Kittle? And he lost. Kittle. He lost by 0.8 points. Oh. He started Kittle. If you were to start, if Pollard had 100 yards tonight, I Pollard oh. went off tonight. He's Pollard went so off bad. tonight. I had so many bad calls this week. I ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I gave Jay bad calls. I gave that. I mean, who would ever start Tony Pollard over George Kittle? Come on, give me a break. Yeah. I don't think anybody ever would. Yeah. He questioned it though. And I'd like, you can't, you got to start Kittle. What are you talking about, man? Yeah. It's yeah. George Kittle. Oops. That's okay. That's, he was like, the, uh? he's like the second best team in our league. So I'm glad he lost. Is it real? Sabotage. So, oh yeah. Sabotage. If you're listening. So <laughs> look, that means we've only got two teams that are undefeated right now. So if, if I'm hearing that the Giants lost, so that means we've got the Dolphins yeah. that are undefeated. And that means we have the Eagles that are undefeated. One of those seems legit. The other one seems extremely lucky. But is that is that the Super Bowl right there? No. Is that it? Dolphins yep. versus Eagles? Exactly. Season's over. Super Bowl next week. Dolphins yeah, that's Eagles. it. We're done. It's a three-week season. And oh, as we all know, as we all know, an eagle can pretty much kill anything. So they actually Watch showed. <laughs> they actually showed a stat, and it was the Dolphins have been three and zero. I think like pretty recently, like in the last fifteen years, maybe four times they've started three and zero. Only one of those times they've made the playoffs. Well, last year they times. started. They they started out they really hot, and they lost their last eight games. The only thing an oh. eagle can beat is a tapeworm, right, Mike? <laughs> uh, that is correct. Tapeworms are the silent and slow killer. Tapeworm yes. beats bears. <laughs> um, oh my goodness! We'll finish it off with some fancy football tips. Uh, my biggest tip going after week three is now you start looking at the teams in your league who have lost. Or are one and two or oh and three, and you start making them trade offers. They're desperate. They want good players on their team. And if you're a really good team and you have good players on your bench, you package guys together with a one good player and you get their great player. So you give them a bunch of good players and you get their great player. That's how you build your your roster to win it. They're not gonna win, but they think they're gonna have hope, and that's what you're giving them. They're giving up. Their only hope for hope, if that makes any sense. But those are the people you're preying on right now. You're going to those one and three teams and one and two teams and zero and three teams that don't want to give up on their season, and you're and you're taking advantage of them. You also mean it. That's what you do, though. That's how you win. And that and Mike's like, I just traded Mark Andrews, and then (laughs) (laughs) and then you Mike there, right? And then you, uh, no, it was a good trade. And then you go, you watch that waiver wire. Mark Andrews. Yeah. (laughs) Then you watch that waiver wire and people drop good players. I just got Alan Lazard a couple weeks ago. Somebody dropped Alan Lazard in our ESPN league that me and Jay are in. I'm like, I'll go pick up Alan Lazard. And I'm glad I did. He's had two good weeks now, but he sits on my bench. But that's where you, you build your team. Again, this week for waivers, you got Khalil Herbert. Other than that, there ain't that much out there besides him. So try to get him and then see who people drop. People are, they get, when they get to the one and two, oh, and three, they get desperate and they make desperate moves. 
Well, you say that, but there is another one out there. Alexander Mattinson is also a key yes. one to pick up this week because Dalvin Cook did get hurt as well. Well, let me. One thing about Delvin Cook is he has a history ever since high school of a separated shoulder, and he wears what we in the fantasy community like to call the device. And when he wears the device, he goes off when he wears You're the right. shoulder device. So, but Madison will get, he might get to start this week. So he, he's a very good backup running back to have, and he'll get more carries if Delvin Cook wears that device because he'll be limited. So, do you so guys have any other advice? Who's the best team through three weeks right now? Oh, it's the Eagles. Ain't even close. Eagles. The Bills are right the there, too, I still say. The Bills are still there, too. I'd love to see those two play each other right now. It'd be yeah. great. Would the Eagle beat a Bill? But yeah, an Eagle would just pick it up, take it to its nest, and feed it to its kids. What do you think an eagle is, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. You, Ryan has that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. He has this idea of Lord this of the like Rings eagle, prehistoric he eagle. He's like fools. <laughs> Pterodactyls, right? Yeah, those are eagles. Yeah, they can pick yeah. up anything. Okay, no, I they saw will Lord pick of the up. Yeah, that's that's up a twenty foot saltwater crocodile and kill it. Okay, <laughs> just trust me. It's an eagle. They don't He's have to a, do that to a saltwater crocodile. They have to just sneak up to it from the side and peck its <laughs> side out and kill it. And the crocodile won't even know what happened because it can't see anything. Ryan's a Ryan's What's a wrong guy. With Ryan's you? a guy who sees everything on Facebook and believes it no matter what. You know, so no matter what. Meme what? Is, I right? Facebook like, was real. That's what Facebook. Oh, that's gonna be true. So he sees a <laughs> screenshot of the eagle picking up this twenty foot <laughs> crocodile. He's like, yep, yep, that's legit. That's the that's one up to me. I was so happy when I saw those pictures online to show you guys. <laughs> I bet you were picking up a you know, horse. Look, you know, real, real quick, fighting a I lion den, picking up its cubs. I do, I do think we had a huge miss during that animal battle royale. Just to have a little crossover here, no one picked sharks with laser beams. No. Like, <laughs> what Freaking were we lasers. making? Lasers. <laughs> Sharks have laser beams on the top of their head. That would have been undefeated. But Mike, you 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 swung and missed with the tapeworm, but that's okay. You just wait. <laughs> it looks like a miss right it's, now, but yeah, but if, it's still killing you. If you took the shark, it'd just be like the Family Guy episode with Aquaman. I'm on the land. What are you going to do now? <laughs> Come Throws out here in the water and say that. Yeah. There's a starfish. Oh, you're going to be really mad when you look to the side there. <laughs> All right, boys. All right, boys. Until next week. Peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on the Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at the Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time.